0: Jade Meskel.
1: I'm Clayton Lengel-Zigich. I'm Alan Daly, and I'm Mike Vizdos.
0: All right, we got uh, a couple of special guests with us today, and we are going to talk about the exciting topic of certification. Hold your breath. So <laughs> let, let's start out with a with a softball. Uh, should we be certifying people? Go. A softball. <laughs> well, <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fast pitch softball.
2: Um, I i uh I debate this <laughs> in my own mind uh certification is valuable evidently to h r people, therefore perhaps valuable to people who hold the certification um where it's not valuable is when the certification doesn't have meat to it or it's too easy to get um and so that's where it gets called into question um so personally, I wish the whole world didn't need certification. That somehow there was a way you could demonstrate capability without a piece of paper or somebody else signing a piece of paper. Um, but maybe that's too hard to do in the business world. I don't know.
0: Right when you when you're screening thousands of candidates, you know
3: how do you how do you deal with that? I think we should certify people if the certification. When you say I am XYZ certified, and people say Wow, really?" <laughs> and you say "Yep," and they think you're you know that's really cool. I think that that's when we should be certifying people. But when it gets beyond that, then I start to call into question whether or not it's it's worthwhile.
2: Well, uh, so if I say I'm a certified Scrum Master and somebody says "Wow, that's really cool," then that's that's good.
3: I think that well, it depends. I guess who's saying it, but uh, I think that. If you can, if the certification elicits that kind of response from the, maybe you could say the top of the industry or people that, you know, are maybe important, not like total newbies, um, then I think that would be, you know, maybe there's some value in having the certification when it's hard to obtain and it's kind of awe-inspiring, but when it's something that um, is... Maybe very easy to get or kind of what you were saying, you know, where it's just a matter of someone signs a piece of paper. So uh, if,
0: so if I come and tell you I got my A-plus certification, you're not going to be impressed?
3: Yeah, be like, CompuSA is out of business, but <laughs> sorry. Where are you going to find a job?
0: But was that was that valuable at some point in time to yeah. somebody? So how do, how do you know when you've crossed the threshold of it's no longer awe-inspiring and cool? I... <laughs>
2: I I don't know how to cross – well, it takes a little bit of research, I would hope. In other words, it, you hope that managers, HRs, hiring people uh, that look at your a resume and say, oh, look, there's a certification here, that somehow they would either know or research a little bit what that certification actually means. Um,
0: yeah. Do you think that really happens, though? No, They're
2: I told I, to look for keywords. In in, in general, it doesn't happen. Um, so, you know, I don't know.
3: I think certifications will probably always be valuable in the HR community. But I think where they start getting frowned upon in the actual community of the people that are using them are when people start thinking that it's less about learning something and showing that you're qualified in some certain skill and more about s- Money making or prestige, or you know, just like something that is in, um, not directly related to how much you know about a certain topic or how qualified you are in that certain area.
2: There, there needs to be perhaps a meta, a meta something. I, I don't know what it is. Some of the, some of the higher certifications, and uh, most of my experiences with the Scrum Alliance, and their further certifications beyond Scrum Master. Uh, tend to have a little bit of meat behind them. They have some peer review and things like that. And and somehow if you could do that more, then it has more meaning.
0: So what do you think, Mike? You've been awfully quiet so far.
1: I'm a good listener. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it really does depend, I think, on who is doing the certification, the actual certification. I do think people have to do a lot of research before they jump in and take a class to do whatever. Uh, If anybody's really in the market to just take a class to take a class, to be able to get certified, does that really mean anything?
2: Yeah, and it's a tough conundrum because, you know, I've met bad doctors in my life, you know, medical doctors. They've been certified many, many times in different ways, and yet I find them unacceptable. So you can have all kinds of structure, around a certification and still have bad people, as it were, get through. So it's
1: a hard problem. And there is a demand for it still. Yep.
0: Do you, th- do you think that will always always be the case?
1: There will be a demand, yes. Yeah.
3: Do you think that demand is driven from the more, like what Alan mentioned, the um, like HR side where people are saying, like, we just need people that have this buzzword, or <laughs> is it driven by people saying... Uh, there there's a lot of value in this for what I'm doing so I want to go seek out that certification
1: I see a percentage of both of those types
0: I mean you know my my personal fear is with certifications like the certified scrum developer uh, you know we were just talking about people who are going and taking those certification classes that aren't actually programmers you know are they going to look better on paper than someone like myself who doesn't have that certification but has been doing this professionally for twelve years, you know what 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 are the pros and cons of of that type of a world, right?
3: There's always something to be said for if you know if you're a company and you're hiring people just because of their certifications. Then obviously there's going to be some downsides to that. So as as much as I think some people would want to say we can't certify and certifications are meaningless and all that stuff, at the same time, if you know they're if they really want to go down that road they They know that the stuff that really is important um that's if they think that that stuff is really important, then they'll maximize that, and I think they'll stand out even if they're not certified but I think people usually just like to complain about a certification um you know they they want to say it's totally not important, but they love to talk about it you know if it's not important, then you're fine right
2: your hmm. Your question or your statement kind of segues into the content right If I'm not a programmer and I take the certified scrum developer class. Isn't there is there a way to bridge concepts like pair programming and continuous integration, and, or or other such practices that are part of that course? Can they be bridged into other fields? Can I do pair programming on marketing design? Can I do uh, continuous integration on I, I don't know, whatever job I do? Can I come up with a way to do that sort of concept in my field? Now,
0: yeah, I think that's a really hard analog compare, especially compared to like the certified scrum master training where it it is fairly generic and, and is a, you know a framework that can be applied to everything else once you start getting into engineering practices i think that becomes a lot harder to kind of translate or or make generic i agree so you know that this kind of leads to the question of how do we scale this right so uh you know scrum's the new hotness for certification What happens when, you know, we need to certify 10 million developers and, you know, what, what does that world look like if, if, you know, a hundred, a hundred trainers can't do that, right. Or we're gonna, we're gonna do scrum in in India or China and there's millions of developers ready and and eager to, you know, embrace these certifications. How do we do
2: that? How do we scale it up? Uh, (laughs) Um, I, I I don't have a full answer for that. Uh, obviously, I'm not uh, I'm not trying to solve that problem in my own life, but or in my world. Um, but the danger, of course, is it becomes some kind of mill, uh, certification mill. Uh, if you want to really pump the numbers through, um, I've always been curious and about the academic side of things. In other words, why aren't there Scrum classes that Universities, uh, Why aren't there scrum classes more often in engineering schools uh, or other t- types of agile certifications or, or classes? Uh, that has always perplexed me, and I, I haven't understood why they don't pick that up. And then it can perhaps turn into a college degree or part of your degree. Um, and since you already have millions of people going to schools, there would be a place and a venue to scale it. But I don't know how that would work
0: well isn't that isn't that a function of the demand is not being uh it's not being demanded of them by employers by people who are you know working with these universities if if they're not saying that you know we need scrum certified people coming out of uh this university why would they go teach that class right that that's what drove a lot of java and dot net type classes into the university system was the demand from employers to have those type of skills
2: yeah uh, so i i think there's go ahead if you want to say something i think there's a disconnect that i don't understand maybe you yeah and,
1: and i, I actually i'm seeing a lot I, I speak a lot at universities around the world and one of the strange things about academia is they're almost a generation behind mm-hmm. they're still being taught stuff that was taught 20 years ago and they're coming out of university today thinking that they don't have to work as team members they don't have the skills to be able to communicate effectively And they think that they can go and get a job and just do one thing for the rest of their life. And they're actually being told that communicating with a customer is a bad thing. (laughs) This is stuff that I hear as I go around around the world talking to universities. Right.
0: So, you know, that but that leads, you know, back into my question of if if we want to build a good workforce for the future, you know, and these are valuable skills that we're training people in these uh, certification classes how do we get them involved how do we get them into the system while keeping it meaningful relevant and worthwhile
2: there there has to be the right person the right bridge and there are a few people if in the scrum email list and so on there's a few people that work at different universities or work with universities who have successfully gotten gotten have successfully integrated some of these types of topics into the universities that they work with but these are individual efforts in single engineering schools or programming schools, and, and I haven't seen it spread at all. Uh, I suspect there's going to be somebody somewhere that's going to write it, the right Ph.D. thesis or be a teacher of Ph.D.s who will suddenly launch on this and become a focal of it and maybe create it and get it in. Maybe the way Java and .NET did, I don't know. Um, academia is not my world, so it, it puzzles me.
1: And with the whole scalability thing, somebody will eventually jump on it and drive down the cost and the value of any kind of certification.
0: So, so then what happens at that point? Does, does a new breed of certifications come out on top of that and, and rise to the top? Absolutely. Okay. But I mean,
1: if you look at something like Scrum, it was purely a marketing ploy at the beginning to get HR dollars to spend money. Sure. And – it did help create an entire new industry and bring Agile into the forefront, like it or not.
3: I think that's an interesting thing to keep in mind that, you know, the maybe you're upset with the fact, or maybe you have a, the worldview that uh, certification is a moneymaker and that's all that it is, but there is something to be said for the fact that a lot of that maybe did help uh, bring it to the forefront. And, you know, the fact that you can use it in your company today is, you know, you benefited from that too, one way or the other.
1: And nobody is forcing anybody to do any of these type of classes, right? If you're anti-certification, continue doing what you're doing and do some research on whatever class, if you're interested in getting certified, do some research into who you're going to get taught or facilitated with.
0: Yeah. And and that world's always existed, right? There's always been companies who would prefer to have, let's say, an MCSE, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you could prove that you had that experience, you didn't necessarily have to have that particular certification, but it makes it harder to get your foot in the door with, with certain organizations. Mm-hmm. But, and mm-hmm. I think that we just have to accept that as a reality, right? If you choose to not participate in the certification world, great. That that doesn't mean you're not worthwhile, but expect to have a little bit harder time dealing with especially larger organizations who are filtering that way.
1: And I can see really the validation of the whole uh, certified scrum master kind of path with the pmi jumping on board now and rolling out agile certification right so it's it's going to be it is mainstream like it or not it is and something will come next
0: i look forward to seeing what the the new hotness will be all right we are out of time thank you everybody for uh, your opinions. awesome tonight. we will catch you next time on agile thank you thanks, thanks.